0: my name's Jen Newton.
1: and I'm Ari Fox
0: and we're new gaming news a bi-weekly podcast and newsletter focused on the eSports and gambling industry.
1: super league gaming um, which is a publicly traded game I don't even know what they're trading at at this point oh no that's okay I thought it was like 14 million dollars mm. um, last year in two, um, in 2019. Uh, let me see if I can find that article. Yeah, fourteen point five million um, on one million in revenue in twenty nineteen. Wow! But the, but their metrics improved. So you know, the esports company that holds events for amateurs reported they'd lost about thirty point six million dollars in two thousand nineteen on revenues of one million wow so this illustrates the reality of how it isn't easy to make money in a fledgling esports market or at yeah. least for some companies uh but the company noted that the net losses included non-cash expenses and that its operating loss was about 14.5 million
0: interesting
1: yeah so the ceo in hand who is based in los angeles made a statement that she truly believed that the transparency and positive sense of urgency that comes from being a public company created an added layer of focus and the results were evident that the rapidly growing audience player base and global venue partner footprint and game title portfolio was developing. Um, You know what? I I looked at that and I said, you know, it just sounds like a lot of crap to me. I mean here's my issue and I've always had a problem with this I'm ready Um, for it is gaming is companies like Super League Gaming companies like Enthusiast Gaming they went public too soon yeah it it, it was just like a a, like I call it you know it's a money grab and then they ended up losing yeah and then they end up losing they're they're like big these big paper tigers that are supposed to you know um, you know increase in revenue because and to that to to um, to um, you know really help their stock and their and their stockholders, but you know it was sort of all of a sudden. It's like you know oh what's the thing this game oh it's an esports uh, it's an esports company oh what's Super League Gaming oh it's an esports company and then all of a sudden people who are investors in stocks oh they hear the word esports oh let's start throwing every all these people's you know harder dollars. Into um, into these companies that are, um, you know, into these companies that that are um, not really what they say they are, and you know, in in my opinion, you have companies like there's and there's and it, and it's done on every level. Um, it's done on. You know, and, and and you know once it, once they go public you're looking at people then that are that are basically living off of this flood of money that came in in their initial public offer mm-hmm. and um, I don't see how they're working every day to make that stock price go up. I mean listen we are right in the middle of uh, you know a complete economic downturn. Everybody is sitting at home. Where's Super League Gaming's online presence? Why is their stock dipping when uh, companies like Steam are going up? Yeah. So, so you know, it's just it's just they're poorly run companies, not understanding again, not understanding the gaming communities, the video gaming communities, and the, and the casual gamer. Or, you know what do you they, think they
0: could do to like turn it around
1: they should have an online platform yeah they gotta have an every every esport um every esport company um whether they're based in brick and mortar or they're not has to have an online presence and because one feeds you i mean even retail companies like um any super, any uh, any uh, clothing store or uh, anything, they all have online. You could buy your clothes online. Yeah, and they ship them to you. So why would you? Why would a, an esports company, which is supposed to be more technically smart, more technically advanced uh, than an, an actual? a clothing company like Kohl's, for example, or something like that, not have a bigger online presence.
0: I feel like a lot of, if you're a company right now, especially right now with everybody being home who does not have an online presence, you are scrambling because that is the only way to reach people right now.
1: No kidding. Um, And there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of... uh, I mean, I could tell you that uh Gamecon is building a very large online presence. Awesome. yeah, let's talk uh, about that. that.
0: What's going on with that?
1: Well, we do we are talking right now with the Hard Rock in Atlantic City to set up a big gamecon event in October. Cool uh for probably Columbus Day weekend is what we're looking at. Um, we're still in negotiations, so don't quote me on that date, but uh, that is the date we're looking at to have an event. Um and we and I know I've spoken about this but we've really tried to find investment money. So if you're an investor out there and you're interested, we're trying to find investment money to really build our online presence to have much more competitions online. Um and you know also invite indie gamers uh or indie people people who like to play indie games to come and experiment new games on our platform so we're trying to build that right now and it's just been and now with the market just you know i mean we've been in, in talks with investors a lot you know last week and then this week and everybody's like you know with the stock market going nuts people are like no don't, don't we can't talk to you for like two weeks <laughs> you know you know don't we're, we can't we can't do anything yeah we're we're, we're just dying so like. Yeah, so like if you like you said, everyone's scrambling to to build their online presence. So with a company like Super League Gaming that has, um, and in the article they said they have somewhat like two or three million dollars in cash still, probably from their initial public offering. Hello, go hire an, you know some programmers to build your online presence because if you're not going to make Good use of that money, then you're really going to just be shooting yourself in the ass. Yeah, I,
0: mean,
1: I honestly think that's that's what yeah. you need to do. Um, if you don't mind, yeah. I
0: want to when you're finishing the thought. I apologize because I no. do have an article that's talking about that. They don't have a solution, but it's more just like a this needs to happen article. But please continue.
1: No, no, I'm just going to just going to wrap it up by saying that, like, you know, that's something that they should take whatever money that they can and reinvest it back in the company, give themselves a better online presence.
0: Which they should have been doing anyway, but now definitely.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Set yourself up. Um, On the eSports Observer, it says Acer Predator and is driving value, or it's Acer Predator and driving value through a digital, not physical eSports presence. And the article is kind of just talking about how at live events, you have these certain sponsorships in place, uh, and it's great because it does create like loyalty for the fans. Like, if these players are using this keyboard, this headset, this mouse, whatever, they're going to be interested in it. But it is talking about how there needs to be a stronger marketing plan through digital <clears throat> because if you're playing, if you're watching a match, you're probably not watching the whole entire thing straight, and I'm guilty of this. I'll watch Call of Duty League, Overwatch League, whatever's on that weekend, but I won't watch every game, the whole thing. So it is putting emphasis on how much value is your advertisement dollars actually getting by just having your company name on the screen every few minutes uh, if somebody's not really looking at it. Like, how how can you...
1: It's not getting any market better. Why, and and that's why there's been a decrease in advertisers. Mm. Listen, uh, up until about six, seven months ago, eight months ago, I would just even say last year, we, there were articles about Mercedes being a big advertiser and uh, Toyota being a big advertiser and Louis Vuitton being a big advertiser and, and brand names going on and on and on, uh, you know, and people getting, you know, uh, Buffalo, uh, was it, um, Buffalo Wild Wings was a big esport proponent. Uh, I think they even had a team at one point. I don't know if they're still they still do. But you know, every company that is a corporate company has made a stab at esports. The one big fail, and this goes along all of the along everything, and including Super League Gaming, is that they are putting people in place. To make decisions and choices with other people's money. And those people who are making those choices and decisions don't understand ga- the gaming world, don't understand the communities, don't understand what video gamers are looking for. They come from other industries and they ran those industries successfully or maybe not successfully, but they know somebody who knew somebody who said, This guy, this girl, or this guy would be perfect as a CEO, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and investors are putting their own people in, uh, people that they know that are just as clueless as the investors. And we're, we're working and dealing with people who are running these large companies. And, I mean, it makes sense because if an investor is going to give a lot of money to a business, they want somebody that they can trust to run that business. Yes. But they don't understand that the same people that is in their friend circle that they have given over the reins to to say to run this company they don't know shit about (laughs) video games they don't know shit about understanding video game communities and that's their biggest fail i mean you know mercedes goes in and they're like okay well we're gonna advertise on you know
0: this yeah, is. as a 25-year-old as a Video game fan Let me go buy an expensive Mercedes Sweet well, Exactly <laughs> it, doesn't, it
1: doesn't make little I mean, listen I, I can understand, you know, all the hype And then everything that was going on In 2019, but, you know We've had a podcast on here before We've talked about how, you know The bubble will bop, pop And, um, you know I think we're seeing the beginning of a bubble pop. Um, Uh,
0: I know where you're going with this. I have a thought on how Mercedes could have actually advertised to the youth. They should have, like done a video series inside of a Mercedes where you're, like, asking the players questions or something. And then you, like, show off the inside of the Mercedes and the features and do whatever casually while they're just being interviewed or questioned or having fun or doing whatever. That's what Mercedes should have done. They should have done a fun content series inside of their cars for whatever league that they sponsored. Well,
1: that's definitely true. I mean, that you're kind of, like, taking a page out of mtv cribs yeah but, um here's the f- here's the fail on the other side um a lot of the the team promo videos um and i think i saw one for like doritos or some potato chip company was filmed in the house with the the team i don't know if it was uh, well, like
0: 100 thieves or something
1: it was Hundred Thieves Yeah something like that and They had
0: they have that crazy house
1: Yeah the crazy house And there was a bunch of people in there And honestly It was so fucking lame I got so bored Well just like,
0: you can't make crazy. it lame
1: I mean it was just like I, I was watching and I was like Are people gonna really watch this Cause it's like just, If it was on yeah. Instagram Like a minute clip A minute clip maybe But like They're putting like this whole YouTube video with interviews Yeah they suck I mean it, it, they do. They really do.
0: I'm not watching yeah. an hour-long interview. I'll watch a minute.
1: Yeah, I mean, but, but what I'm trying to say is that, like, I... The con- let's, let's get something straight. I think, and I'm not going to... This isn't, this isn't a blanket statement for all professional gamers out there, but their personalities just are not that robust let's
0: I'm they're talking. not because if you see like post game chats they're either super psyched and super personable or they just do not feel comfortable
1: it's a it's a serious hit and miss and i wouldn't i would i I'm, i don't mean to, i don't mean to say it in a bad way i'm just saying that you know it's a particular type of individual that is really 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 good at playing video games and and then there, are, you know, then there are people that you know happen to have both the personality and they're really, really, really good at playing video games. But that, those are like, you know, you're not gathering like I don't know, maybe that's five percent, maybe ten percent of the whole professional gaming world, mm. um, and their fans love them. But then there's the other people the other guys that like you ask them a question and they don't say anything or like their answers are just like, Then you don't put them on camera. You get the good ones. Yeah, I know. But you know, not every team has that one guy, Yeah. you know, really good. So it it's, it's, it, you know, it's, I think that there's a lot to be, there's a lot of growth that has to happen from both sides, from the advertising side. And I'm understanding the gaming communities and gamers and then from the from the content side of them pushing out that information um, you know within the 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 team houses and work houses um, of how they're gonna put that content out by also sort of um, product placement of um, of what they're talking about you know or what they're what they're eating or what they're doing which you know interestingly enough was all started by Howard Stern many years ago Mm. when he first, you know, how he would, he would just, he was so fluent in, like, I mean, i got to tell you, I don't want to date myself, but no one had heard of Snapple until Howard Stern started talking. And Howard Stern made Snapple. He made that company. There was no doubt about it. But he had such a fluid way of being funny and at the same time bringing in product, and you know pushing those products but it was almost as part of the show and um, that's what I'm saying is that it's very difficult for the, the team um, and org uh, owners to find the product because you know after they've done a filming of like the Dorito commercial or whatever it is that they were gonna do it's too choppy it's not fluid and I think it has to do with the fact that, you know what, these guys are mainly just interested in playing video games. They don't, you know, and that's, and that could be just because, you know, esports is still very new. Um, And eventually we'll get guys like, you know, that have major personalities, you know, like the guys in the NBA. I
0: I think there already are people in esports who have bigger personalities. Um... Well, I agree
1: there are. Saying, you know, um the ones that are the some of them that are really good that are the stars of the show aren't particularly personal mm um and maybe you know when the orgs and and, and the teams start making more money they could teach them you know more social skills
0: I don't really have a comment on that <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean listen it's it's not nothing against anyone I'm not trying to Put anybody down. I'm just saying there is a disconnect, and and not understanding that disconnect, and maybe even um, using it in some way that they could, um, uh, in, in in funny videos and things like that to make it more more interesting. I think there's, that's
0: why a lot of organizations have like stream teams too, and like content creator teams because those are right. the personality for their brand.
1: Right, right. Like, and hundred themes has that. Uh, hmm. They have some woman streamer that.
0: Valkyrie?
1: Yeah, Valkyrie that is um, always with the team, and she's always like, Chip, you know, hanging out with them. They're always joking around, play jokes on each other, which is good because that does keep people intrigued and interested. So it's evolving. The whole, as we've always talked, it's continuously evolving. Mm -hmm. I really, it's going to be very interesting to see. What happens after this whole COVID-19 thing?
0: It's totally up in the air. I think it's going to change a lot of things. I think a lot more things are going to be remote. Um,
1: yeah.
0: For better, I think. It would be cheaper, probably, and more eco-friendly, mostly. Uh, right. It's just interesting. It's an interesting time to be alive right now, for sure. Um, I have one more thing to bring up, because I know that you're sure. always talking about... Uh, how on-site entertainment needs to be more prevalent in these centers. And in Berlin, Veritas Entertainment is unveiling their level eSports venue. And it seems pretty legit. It looks good, which doesn't really matter, because I could still lose money if it looks good. But they're doing a little bit more entertainment value. I have a note here. I know that they're putting in like a movie theater. Uh, Let me see this. Aside from their gaming station, they have a bar, a movie theater, cinema area, a restaurant, and a content creation studio and an eSports arena. And in the eSports arena, the players are in this, like, stylish bubble so that fans can actually get super close to them and, like, watch them around this, like, bubble, but the Mm -hmm. players won't be interrupted. So I think that's a little bit more interesting, and the fact that they do have the other entertainment value there is a little bit more interesting. So it seems like they're more dynamic than other, like, um, traditional land centers, and I think this is moving more towards what you keep talking about. Yeah. And that is in Berlin. And they're launching a 24-7 gaming channel on Twitch and YouTube, so they're... um, also creating content around the clock, which is cool.
1: Right. No, that's very cool. That's very cool.
0: So, not much to say about them. I hope they do well, but it's a very interesting model and looks pretty sleek.
1: Yeah, I hope they do well, too. Uh, 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 Unfortunately, uh, I think
0: they're projected to open, like, March 26th or something, and that's not happening.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: well... Well, maybe maybe, in Berlin. I don't really know what's going on over there.
1: Yeah, maybe they need to take a little bit... uh, a break, but when they come back, I think everything's going to come roaring back. You'll see. Yeah,
0: everybody's going to want to be out.
1: Yeah. Anyway, well, I think you. Yeah, hopefully, I'm hoping that by the next time we talk, that things are much better in the, in, in the world. Yeah, um, me too.
0: The only news is that everything's canceled right now.
1: That's pretty much it. But, yeah. Uh, you can always find your you can always find your buddy or anyone else and play games with them all day long till the cows come home online. So. That's where we're all living right now. Yeah, thank God for Inclu- gaming. I- including this podcast.
0: Including this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: I, uh, I hope you stay healthy and happy, and um, everybody out there, stay healthy and happy. Wash your hands. For 20 seconds,
0: Any, sing a song.
1: 20 seconds, sing your song, and uh, do the alphabet. Sing the alphabet, or happy birthday twice, and while you're washing those hands, and... You know, make sure you don't run out of, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, toilet paper. No, toilet <laughs> paper, yeah. <laughs> toilet paper is very imp- important. All right. Thanks, Ari. So we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks a lot. Stay healthy and happy. And good night, everybody. Good night. We'll see you in two weeks. All right. Good night. Bye.